Hi, I'm Jeremy, and this is Verse by Verse, a short podcast all about exploring the insights and lessons of the inspired Word of God. In today's verse, 1 Peter 3, 22, the Apostle Peter is describing the resurrected Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God, angels and authorities and powers having been made subject to him. Now, there's a lot going on around this verse. Peter's making a bigger point about how Christ's sacrifice can deliver us from the penalty of our sins and how we need to keep away from sinful lifestyles. And that's important. But for right now, let's focus on this description of Jesus' role in heaven. Peter describes Jesus as in heaven at the right hand of God, and not in some kind of passive role, but in a position of rulership. Angels, authorities, and powers have been made subject to him. What's the significance of that phrase? It tells us that with the exception of God the Father, there is nothing, absolutely nothing, in heaven or on earth that isn't ultimately subject to Jesus Christ. Not angels, not authorities, not powers. Three words that can and often do refer to spiritual beings in the Bible. What Peter wrote echoes something Paul wrote in Ephesians 1 verses 20 through 23, that God the Father had raised Jesus Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. There is a scope and magnitude to this that Peter and Paul wanted to make sure we understood. Jesus isn't just a little better than most heavenly powers. He is far above every name that is named, now in the present and stretching forever into the future. That is our high priest. That is the Son of God who became a human, who lived and died a painful and humiliating death so that we can be forgiven of our sins and counted as his brothers and sisters. So, what should we do in response? Peter continues, Therefore, since Christ suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves also with the same mind. For he who has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin, that he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh for the lusts of men but for the will of God. 1 Peter 4 verses 1 through 2. Accepting the sacrifice of Jesus Christ means ceasing from sin, making a clean break from it, choosing God's way of life instead. We should be willing to reject sin, even if it means suffering in the flesh, just like our Savior was willing to do. Peter goes on to say that we've spent enough time living the wicked way that the world lives and doing the wicked things that the world does. Following God means we're going to look different. We're going to be different. And we're going to be mocked and persecuted for it. But Peter tells us to stay the course. No matter how different it makes you, stay close to God. Keep pushing away sin. Repent when you fail and remember that whatever you suffer in this world, you're following in the footsteps of the one who suffered for us who now sits at the right hand of the throne of God with every angel, authority, and power made subject to him. You can do this. If you've been enjoying Verse by Verse and want to help the show grow, here's what you can do to get the word out. Wherever you're listening, make sure to subscribe. 
If you're on a platform that accepts reviews and ratings, those can both make a big difference in helping other people find us. Verse by Verse is a companion podcast to the Daily Bible Verse blog, which you can find on the Life, Hope, and Truth Learning Center. Check out the show notes for more.